Word on Fire is brought to you by Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Chicago area since 1837. This is Cardinal Francis George, and I invite you to join me for the next few minutes to reflect with Father Robert Barron on the Word of God, which is the Word on Fire. Father Barron will challenge us to open our hearts to the Word on Fire, which is God's Word of Love for each of us. If our hearts are open, the Lord can change and transform us so that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The Archdiocese of Chicago, through the generosity of Sacred Heart Parish in Winnetka, now presents The Word on Fire. Peace be with you. Friends, the letter of James is a treasure trove of practical wisdom. We've been reading from it for these past several weeks at Mass, and it's our second reading for today. The letter of James represents the attempt of an early Christian leader to discipline and order his community. So it's full of of good practical advice. The passage for this week is taken from the third chapter of the letter. You know, by the way, take the opportunity this week to read the letter of James. You can read it easily in one sitting. Here's a line, though, from our reading. Where do wars and where do conflicts among you come from? Is it not from your passions that make war within your members? Friends, I would say from a moral standpoint, that's one of the most penetrating lines in the New Testament. James is asking, where do your external struggles come from? His answer, they come from an inner war. They come from a war going on inside each individual. The disordered self gives rise to the disordered city, the disordered nation. There's a correlation, in other words, between inner warfare and strife and outer warfare. Now, how does James name this inner strife? As a war of the passions within. A war of your passions. Now, Let me be clear about something right from the outset. For Catholics, there is absolutely nothing wrong with passions, with feelings, with emotions. Christianity is not Platonism. It doesn't one-sidedly privilege mind over emotion. No, no. Passions are good. They are the driving dynamic element within the self. You know, they, they give you energy and purpose. It would be impossible to name one truly great person who did not have powerful emotions and drives. It's true of great political figures and great cultural figures. It's eminently true of the saints. Think of Francis of Assisi, or Joan of Arc, Mother Teresa, St. Augustine. These were all deeply passionate people. Boy, their emotions were on display. Okay, so where's the problem? The problem comes from the disordered and conflictual nature of the passions. Let me say that again. The problem comes from the disordered and conflictual nature of the passions in us. Look, we have passions in regard to sex, passions in regard to aggression, passions in regard to self-protection, in regard to pleasure, in regard to physical movement, 
in regard to relationship, in regard to beauty. About all these things, we feel passionate. Again, all these drives are good in themselves. They make us feel alive. But, listen now, left to their own devices, these passions will devolve into warfare. Precisely because each one is in itself absolute. Each passion I mentioned is in itself infinite, all-embracing. When you're in the possession of a passionate sexual desire, it takes over your whole self. When you're beset with a passion toward aggression, you're so mad at someone you want to fight with them, it fills up every nook and cranny of your existence. When you're seized with a passion toward pleasure, nothing stands in your way. Just think of the way that you eat when you're really hungry, the way you drink when you're really thirsty. Man, there's nothing else on your mind. Nothing else preoccupies you. That passion becomes absolute and dominant. Now, how do most of us experience our lives? As a kind of series of passing and overlapping passions. Each one making a total claim. Now the passion for pleasure. Now the passion for aggression. Now the passion for sexual desire. Now the passion for whatever. And we experience these passions coming and going, overlapping with each other. And listen, each one making a total claim. What does that lead to? Precisely what St. James tells us about. This inner warfare. How often do you experience yourself that way? It's as though I'm at war with myself. Ah, and that inner warfare leads to outer warfare. Leads to all these conflicts and wars we find among ourselves. Okay, that's the diagnosis. Very powerful, very important diagnosis St. James gives us. What's the solution? How do you find inner peace? You have to allow a power to come from outside your emotions and order them from above. Let me say it again. Be precisely because the emotions are at war with themselves, some power has to come from outside of them and order them from above. Now, long ago, the philosopher Plato used a famous image of the horses and the chariot. Horses, he said, are like your passions, full of energy and life, but they're at war with each other. One will go this way, one will go the other way. Reason, Plato said, the mind, is like the charioteer who has harnessed the horses, gets them working together toward a common end, and thereby he unleashes their power for the good of the chariot. Left to their own devices, the horses will just run the chariot aground. But properly ordered by reason, they will power the chariot. Now, St. James, more biblical here than philosophical, identifies this outside force not as reason, but as wisdom. Now listen to him. 
The wisdom from above is first of all pure, then peaceable, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits. Listen now to that subtle observation. The wisdom from above. The passions are at war with themselves. That's their nature. That's what they are. They need to be ordered from some power outside of themselves. And he names it here as wisdom. Now what's wisdom? For the biblical authors, wisdom is this view from above. It's a participation in God's way of seeing things. God's way of ordering things. I think I've told you before, Thomas Aquinas said, wisdom is the view from the hilltop. That means seeing your life, seeing the world from the standpoint of God who is the highest cause. James's point here is, we need to rise above the level of the conflicting passions and allow our lives to be ordered from above from the standpoint of God's wisdom. When this happens, we are governed by the divine desire and the divine purpose. We know what God wants of us. Listen now. And then we can harness the power of our emotions to that purpose. And then the chariot of your life can really take off. Think of the passions now as what energizes you. Properly ordered, they can energize you in the right direction. Let me give you a concrete example, again, drawn from the life of a great saint. When you read the biographies of St. Francis of Assisi, you'll see that when he was a young man, he was like most teenagers, a bundle of conflicting desires. He was full of passions in all kinds of directions, sexual and aggressive and military and desire for pleasure, all of that. And he was at war. But then, at that key moment, young Francis was seized by the wisdom of God. He was grasped, as it were, from above and from outside. And then his passions, which remained in place, became ordered, became balanced in relation to that wisdom. And then they drove him. All the energy that Francis brought to the spiritual life, well, it was born of those passions, but now not at war with each other, but focused, directed, given purpose. Again, left to their own devices, these passions within Francis would have destroyed him. Oh, how familiar that sounds, doesn't it? In our lives, lives of our friends, our kids, we're destroyed by the conflict of our passions. Hook them onto the passion, hook them onto the wisdom of God. Last point, there's a particular passion that James mentions in this part of his letter. The passion toward self-protection and self-promotion. James translates that as selfish ambition and jealousy. Oh, think of those passions in you now. Think of them. We all have them. Ambition 
to put myself forward, make sure I succeed. And it's twin jealousy. Oh, I resent that person who got ahead of me. I resent that person getting more attention than I've got. Like all passions, these two are infinite. And left alone and undisciplined, they will destroy you. But hook even these passions onto the wisdom of God and the purposes of God, and you will find them elevated and transfigured. Listen, the saints, all the saints I mentioned, Augustine and Francis and Joan of Arc, the rest of them, they've all got a strong sense of themselves. They do. They're not shrinking violets. They've got a strong sense of their own purpose. Think of Mother Teresa. She had a very strong sense of what she was about. But she had hooked that passion for self-promotion and self-protection onto the wisdom of God. She subordinated it to the wisdom of God, and therefore she was able to drive it in a saintly direction. Not in an egotistical way, a silly way, but a saintly way. Sum this point up. Go to the Gospel for today. The Lord says, Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the Gospel will save it. You want to destroy yourself? Cling to your warring emotions. They will devour you. You want to save yourself? Hook those passions on to the infinite purposes of God and you will find yourself elevated, transfigured, enlightened, pressed in the direction of sanctity. You will save your life. And God bless you. I hope that you were moved today by the word on fire. I pray that together we might become a people on fire with love for God and neighbor here in Chicago and wherever these words are heard. Until we join Father Barron again next week, I'm Cardinal Francis George. God bless you. Most interment arrangements at the 42 Archdiocese of Chicago cemeteries are made through a pre-need plan. Your thoughtful planning today is economically prudent and contributes to peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Catholic Cemeteries counselors are available at your convenience. For more information, call 708-449-6100. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837.